welcome to Bed Knobs and Broomflakes, the podcast that talks about witches, man witches, warlocks, sorcerers, and other magic practitioners in movies, television, comic books, books, and well, just about everything. We also talk about heroic and just plain awesome animals as our favorite familiars, and we talk about witches in history. Uh, sorry, this show will include spoilers. You've been warned, but you've had since oh math 37 years like you've had 37 <laughs> years to read this book so don't blame us man <laughs> my name is linda uh but this week you can call me yay toast i'm a norwegian cheese <laughs> you had to look up cheeses it's just when i realized you're just like what's a cheese that's norwegian <laughs> norwegian i did it was either that or Jarlsberg. <laughs> My name is Jane, but you? <laughs> my name is Jane, but you can call me girl. <laughs> Jane doesn't get a name, <laughs> much like boy. <laughs> Just like boy. Boy doesn't get a name. Grandmama doesn't get a name. The really annoying spoiled kid gets a name. <laughs> we're talking yes, about the book clearly does. already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we're talking about the 1983 novel by Raul Dahl, The Witches. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, I um I read this book. Oh man, it was in my roll doll phase, so must have read it back in like um early elementary, late elementary. I remember Matilda was the first introduction to the roll doll series, oh. and then uh, James the Giant Peach, and I think I read The Witches and BFG. So I kind of went through a lot of his books. Um, the big fucking giant. Yeah, yeah. The big fucking giant. Yes, it's it's a it's the um it's the X-rated version of the B of the other BFG that we don't talk about in, in other circles. <laughs> the parody porn uh, version. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna look up to see if no. that exists. Hold on. Oh, it has to. <laughs> I know. I'm actually really not going to at this point because I'm like, oh, I'm going to be really angry with myself five minutes in if I look this up. <laughs> I think it was in sixth grade that I, I went through a Raw Doll phase myself. And um, I, I I think it started for me with the uh, with Boy, mm-hmm. which was kind of like his autobiographical novel sort of-ish. But um, yeah, you could tell there's like a lot of elements from his own life in his books and uh including uh his mother used to uh, tell him stories about trolls and magic and um magical beings uh from norway because she herself was norwegian and uh i feel like her character was pretty much replaced by the uh by the grandma in this but um (laughs) Yeah, it's um I one thing I do remember from reading it before is that it's pretty dark, y'all. <laughs> like oh, it's yeah. pretty dark and grim. Um grim as hell. And like I don't know, when they were all talking about how um dark Harry Potter was getting at the time, I was just like <laughs> <laughs> you silly like, children. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I read the witches when I was a kid, man. <laughs> and I got nothing. Kids don't know dark and grim. <laughs> 
Oh no, a character introduced in the first book suddenly gets killed by the Dark Lord. Oh no, and he was barely introduced. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I didn't really oh, grieve no. as much for Cedric Diggory as I did for when Sirius Black got shoved in. <laughs> Let's be fair. Oh, my I cared God. more about yes. that death. Oh, and, and I'm sorry, I'm heartless. I, I didn't actually care that Dobby died. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> like, oh my god! No <laughs> I was like, I, I like, was like, it's about time. <laughs> like I was like, okay, he died. Like I, I felt, I, I don't know what it was. Like I was like, oh, he died when I was reading the book, and then like they tried to make it super emotional in the movie, and I was like, yes, yeah, I, I know he's gonna die. It, it happens. It's sad, and yeah, okay. <laughs> I just, I don't know why. I just didn't. I was like, okay, I'm done. Let's move on. Next. Where I'm like, fucking finally. <laughs> put a pillowcase on that thing. They'll put a fucking bed sheet over him and bury him to sea. <laughs> I'm going to free you with my sock, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <Jesus>. Wow. <laughs> This is going to be interesting when we do cover all the Harry Potter stuff. And when Dobby shows up, this is going to be Linda going like, burn, Dobby, burn, burn, Dobby, burn. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, I, I, there are some deaths in Harry Potter that make me cry every time. But um, like I, I read it or uh, watch the movies and oh, God. Yeah, uh, I think the worst for me was Snape, though. But yeah, oh, God, that gets me every fucking time. Every time. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> the actual book, Marine the Witches by Roald Dahl. <laughs> <Yeah. Hall. laughs> um, so, okay, I guess I should give like a little synopsis. Um, there apparently in this book, uh, they uh, establish that there are real witches and, uh, in fact, his Norwegian grandmother, uh, who actually lives in Norway, um, is... Boy's Norwegian like, grandmother, he... not Roll Dolls, or unless you're talking about Roll Dolls. We say he no. and the boy <laughs> being the name of the main character, or the right. non-name. It's like, I don't know if you're talking about Roll Doll, if you're talking about boy right now. So, sorry to interrupt, I was like, wait. Um, <laughs> Making sure... Yeah, no, was... yeah, uh, the boy. Yes, the boy. <laughs> boy child. Um, the boy child is, uh, his family takes him to visit his grandmother, uh, every year and she tells him all about the, the witches. And, uh, as it turns out, she was a witch hunter and, uh, they are not, uh, good people. Um, they are evil as hell. Uh, she establishes that uh, actually in the, the book for the chapter about witches, uh, they say, quote, uh, her mind will always be plotting and scheming and churning and burning and whizzing and fizzing with murderous bloodthirsty thoughts. That kind of sounds like me. I'm feeling seen by this book. <laughs> All I mean, who all does my it? thought when I was reading the first chapter was when they said a witch's um, goal is to murder one child a week or to be rid of one yes. child a week. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think you guys realize how much adults like to fuck because <laughs> that is not going to bring down your quota. You are not. I mean, look. <laughs> 
give, give the high witch later on some props for realizing that, yeah, children are multiplying faster than, you know, one a week, unless we're talking about, like, some small town mm-hmm. like Stahican, Washington. Yeah, there are going to be more kids than you're killing in a week or getting rid of. So I was like, man, their math just really sucks on how to take care of this you know their child <laughs> problem so to speak because well, yeah and yeah adults like to fuck that, adults um... like to fuck without protection <laughs> kids come out of that i'm sorry somebody needs to give them a lesson in reproduction <laughs> <laughs> and they do establish that uh that a real witch is always trying uh and plotting to kill the children in her territory so they're not doubling down because you you would think like okay well i mean that's one a week per witch maybe there's just plenty of witches no there's just one one witch per territory and who knows what they consider a territory yeah i mean like um what our i think i checked our towns because randomness i checked our city because we live in the same city um, population. I think our city's population is like twenty thousand people or something. We're not huge, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, yeah, that. Uh, I know we have a crap ton of kids in this area. I'm not just counting mine and all the kids he goes to school with. So, yeah, your their numbers don't add up. I was really disappointed in their no. math skills. That's all I'm saying. I'm very disappointed in their math skills. But then, to be fair, I mean, at least, like, if if they were killing all the children, then, you know, people would wisen up, I guess. So... Yeah, but their yeah. goal is to get rid of all the children. I mean, that's because, I mean, the, the, and the, as they establish later on, um, I, you know, like, children smell like dog droppings to witches. Yeah. Like, that's their biggest complaint is that children just smell really bad and they smell like dogs dropping. So they're trying to rid the, you know, rid the world of children. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. the Grand High Witch, like, gets into. She's like, we got to get rid of them. And she comes up with this <laughs> plot and it wasn't well thought yeah. out. Yeah. Anyways, you continue. So, sorry, continue this description. Um, <laughs> it's like, but I was like, when you mentioned the first chapter, it was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, guys, I, I, I don't want you to, but. I, I really hate a bad plan here. <laughs> okay. Look, if it's not well Jane thought out, what piss. <laughs> Jane would be the one in the story who like gets caught like at the at the convention of witches, and then she's like, Look, I don't agree with what you're doing, but you could do be doing so much better. <laughs> Look, I hate the idea, but I'm more pissed off at your execution, okay? This is not good project management. I mean, we all get together again, form a group, and one of you is the team leader. We're going to think this one through, okay? (sighs) So, yeah. Um, Grandmother uh, is, is, like, he loves his grandmother. He's very close. And uh, she tells him all of these, like, terrible uh, stories about witches um, killing Killing children and killing them. Um, it's like some of them, like like the girl who disappears into the painting. It sounds like she just lives forever. Oh in my that god! Painting. Yeah. Which I was like, well, that's yeah, not okay, too bad. So they're trying to get rid of children, yeah. but like the kid is like I... turns like a hat rack or whatever. I was like, okay, that would Dude. suck. Like you turn to like a metal like little footstool. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have a couple notes about those as well. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Because I was like. Jesus, no. <laughs> so she says, um, okay, so it says, uh, okay, his grandmother tells him about um, a, a kid who was turned into a chicken by a witch and would even lay eggs. 
And it says her mother made omelets out of them. They were delicious, or delicious they were. In my notes, I have how horrifying is that? I, this, like, this entire family and the entire storytelling of this and this kind of is pervasive throughout the book is it's like when that happens, it's just like, well, you shouldn't have talked to that lady, kid. Well, let's right. make some omelets. <laughs> like, oh, you turn into a hat rack? Well, we try to tell you about that. Oh, you turn into a porpoise yes. in a lake? Well, give your siblings <laughs> rides now because guess what? You're a fucking t- pool toy now. <laughs> yeah, everybody just kind of accepts it. But I was like, my problem is, okay, you know, let's um, suspend disbelief here for a minute. And okay, your kid turns into, your daughter turns into a uh, a chicken and she starts laying eggs. And so you start thinking, I'm going to eat those fucking eggs. Like, really? <laughs> like, I'm going to serve people those eggs. I mean, Look, they don't are- need to know how the chicken came about <laughs> and waste not what not. <laughs> and to be fair, your daughter is like a functioning member of society in her own way. It may not have been your chosen hope career path for her, but but she is contributing. But- That's more than some parents even hope for. Okay, let me put it this way. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to be this one. (laughs) How comfortable would you feel eating your child's eggs? (laughs) Take out the the, the chicken factor. (laughs) Your child starts laying eggs and your first thought is, I'm going to eat those eggs. Well, you have to remember, I have a son, so my first question would be, where the fuck are they coming from? (laughs) Fair. But uh, when she talks about uh, the kid who was turned into a granite statue, uh, they use him like a statue where um, visitors uh, lean their umbrellas. And, like, no joke, this is actually what I've talked about before for after I die. I want to be taxidermied into an umbrella stand and a candy dish holder. One second, I'm going to write that down. Hold on. <laughs> what part of you wants to be the candy dish holder? What part of you wants to be the umbrella so I can, like, perfect this? Like, do you want your hands mm-hmm. to be the candy mm-hmm. dish holder? And, like, as your arms, like, stick oh, out, yeah. like, that's where they stick the umbrellas? Or, like, what are we yeah, going exactly. for here? Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. I'm okay. going to have one arm crooked out, kind of like a jaunty little crook on my hip. And so people could put their umbrellas there, like, hook the umbrellas on there. And then in one hand, I'll just have it cupped so you could put a, a little candy bowl in there. Or candy dish. Okay. I'll talk to yeah, some people I've, and we'll see if we can get this done. I've talked to Carlo about it and it's it's what I want. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I mean, look, you know, who is he to deny your wishes? Yeah, I mean. I'm assuming you're mean when you're dead and not now, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Definitely after I die. Um, <laughs> this is not an invitation for people to kill and stuff me. <laughs> like, please don't. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so there was that, that story about the girl being trapped into the, in the painting and one day she just disappears. So I guess she died. Yeah. Like, well, they even um, mentioned that she's getting older and older in the painting. Like at one point she's not a little girl. She's a, you know, young woman. Then she becomes an old woman and she's just always feeding ducks. I'm like, I don't know what's going on in that painting, but it looks like she's moving around and just kind of feeding ducks. I mean, that's, I don't know. (laughs) I mean. You know, just give me a if cat I in there. Some... And, I mean, if all the yeah. if all the things you could have done to get rid of me as a child, like 
Just put me in a portrait full of like a couple of cats I could take care of. I would have been okay as a kid, you know. Would have missed yeah. my parents. It's like, oh, you got I cat was thinking, Yeah, put some like put some uh, books in there. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that would be rather pleasant. Yeah, like I said, the only downside would be like, yeah, I'd miss members of my family, but you know, I mean, that's of all the things, not the worst. Again, it's it's the the umbrella stand mm. was probably the worst. I was like, oh, that's. Yeah, that's effed up. <laughs> I I don't know. I just got bothered by the potential of eating your your uh, potential grandchildren. <laughs> They're not I, fertilized. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> fair. But um, then there was also um, they talk about or she tells her her grandson about how some English witches have turned children into pheasants. And snuck the pheasant children into the woods the day before pheasant hunting season, so they get hunted and shot. And um, the quote is, and and then they get plucked and roasted and eaten for supper. <laughs> I, I mean, they really, like, really bashed that one in. I was like, I, you guys, you do realize that usually when you shoot a pheasant, it's dead, so... I think the first part was just the getting shot part. After that, the <laughs> yeah. continual description of getting plucked. It's like, you're not getting plucked yeah. while you're still alive, okay? The pheasant, a normal pheasant, unless there's a sadist who hates animals, is not doing that. Oh, Usually, then, when you're hunting, yeah. you don't feel dress it while it's still alive. One would hope. <laughs> that That's a sadist. Uh, um, quote, I have heard it said that over there, the witches are able to make their grown-ups eat their own children. <laughs> and that made me think of, uh, of South Park. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I made you eat your parents. I made you eat your parents. <laughs> oh, your tears of sorrow are so delicious. Mm. <laughs> yes, we all remember, well, the ones who watch South Park all remember that scene. <laughs> So yes, every country has their own secret society of witches. I thought you were about to say every and... country has their own carpet for a second. <laughs> I was like, well, yes, that's they do. Also, <laughs> that may be fair. Um, yeah, and um, the uh, the oh god, an, another bit of darkness. Um, as they've said with uh, with Harry Potter and most uh, young adult books and children's book books if you want the kids like the the main character children to go on an adventure you got to kill the parents so of course uh his parents were killed in a car accident and um it's this quote i finished up of course back in my grandmother's house with her arms around me tight and both of us crying the whole night long I'm like gods what a fucking be- downer of a beginning <laughs> good fucking lord like it couldn't just be that like um my my parents had passed away so i i was in the care of my grandmother that's it no 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 in james <laughs> the giant peach in the first chapter his parents are eaten by a runaway rhinoceros oh yeah my. yeah just to let you know uh killing off parents in the roll doll world who are actually supposed to be the really nice parents they usually meet a very horrible end in the very beginning <laughs> chapter. Matilda's parents, though, just keep on living. <laughs> well, I know that in uh, Boy, the, the um, he and his family got in a car accident, and his I think it like 
chopped his nose or ear off or something, the character. So this seems to be a recurring theme of like car accidents. So I'm wondering if that also happened to him in real life. Like he, he was in a car accident, but I don't know. Well, I, don't know I will, um, listeners, I do promise I'm going to research Raw Doll and I will either make a, a mini soda out of it or we will uh, talk about it in a future episode. Well, considering but, uh, the fact that thanks to Twitter, we now have to cover other magical elements <laughs> and we kind of <laughs> dug our own grave or hole with this one. Yeah, yeah we're going to be addressing other Roll Doll books, I think. And one of them will definitely be Matilda and the other one will probably be James the Giant Peach based off of what I know about those books and what I've read. I'm like, yep, those I'm just got to add to the pile. <laughs> But we get to watch yeah. Matilda, which I love the Matilda movie. <laughs> so I was happy about I'm that. I'm totally excited because I've, ha- I've never read uh, either book and I've never re- uh, watched either movie. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, you'll love the Matilda book and movie. I thought they were sweet. And I like the James and Giant Peach book and movie, but I saw this when I was a kid. So anyways, Ooh. carrying on. <laughs> um, so yeah, they he ends up with his grandmother in Norway and uh, then from there, long story short, uh, they have to return to England because I, I believe it was in his parents' will that uh, they wanted him to stay with his grandmother, but they didn't want to move him away from his school and uh, his friends. So they have to go back to England. And uh, they do. And, um, oh, no, that's right. I'm a, I'm a liar. Uh, so that got brought up. They were talking about moving to England. She didn't want to move to England, but, um, it looked like they were going to have to. And she had planned a big trip, but then grandma got seriously sick. And, you know, um, I mean, fucking, of course she's old and she keeps smoking cigars. Big black cigars. It's like, she even tries to offer one to boy. Like, remember yeah. the very beginning, she was like, you should try this. And she's like, no, Graham, I wish you'd stop doing that. I was like, come on, try it. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, she's um, a tough broad, I guess. <laughs> well, she gets the, pneumonia uh, of all things. So it's like, yeah, yes. of course you did. <laughs> it, yeah, and the doctor comes and he, he tells the boy that, like, uh, yeah, you should probably try to get your grandma to quit the cigars because uh, she's going to die. And he says that they can't go on their big trip that they were planning so um, she basically uh, changes the plans. So now they're going to go to England and they're going to stay in the, was it the Hotel Majestic? Yeah, it's, I, I, I was, I can't remember exactly what the reason behind this, but it's not uncommon for people of means back in the day to actually just go where it's warmer to make yourself mm-hmm. feel better. So I don't know if like that was the yeah. whole impetus to it, but like that was the doctor's kind of recommendation of like, Oh, go to the seaside. It will make you feel better and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I guess we're going to go to the seaside. Cause somehow seaside is supposed to make you feel better, but it wasn't uncommon. That's like, yeah. Oh, just, just go someplace warm or, you know, go someplace with different air. Like that's the problem. That'll yes, change it. That'll change your exactly. constitution. <laughs> Even with uh, tuberculosis. It should be bad. <laughs> get some of that good air in you but um yeah so they're in england and um the i should say before (laughs) before they go when she's uh telling him about the witches in norway she says quote 
You must remember that here in Norway, we are used to that sort of thing. There are witches everywhere. There's probably one living in our street this very moment. It's time you went to bed. <laughs> well, and, and well, Boyan has an encounter with a witch like before mm-hmm. they go. And he remembers all the things that his grandma uh, tells him about witches um, from like, she'll always wear gloves because underneath her hands are like, they're not hands, they're claws. And she always wears a hat and she's, constantly or a wig and you can tell because she's constantly mm-hmm. scratching underneath because she's like bald as an egg and everything when they take the wigs off so she's giving her like all these pointers where it's like yeah they can look like normal women but you know this is little signs you can kind of figure out and he ends up she meeting somebody who's a, a witch who says offer him a snake to try to entice him down yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and considering the fact and- that i was just reading a book with my kid about snakes and he's like can I stop reading this? It's really scaring me. I'm like, well, <laughs> which isn't going to get you with that one, is she? <laughs> That's good to know. Um, they also say that for some reason they have slightly larger nostrils that are like pink. And so they kind of look like the edge of uh, seashells, <laughs> which is weird. But uh, also they have no toes and uh, they have blue spit uh, their pupils change color. Says, "Quote: You will see fire, and you will see fire, uh, and you will see ice dancing right in the very center of the colored dot. It will send shivers running all over your skin." And that's yeah, pretty much what he sees. <laughs> he sees like blue in her her teeth, and um, and as uh, Jane was saying, she was wearing gloves and. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted him to come down from the, the tree house he was building. And he was like, she's like, look, I got a snake for you. Isn't that cool? And he's like, um, no, <laughs> I just stayed in the, in the, uh, tree house. I did almost think that when I was reading like his description, it's like, I feel like there's like a coded message about stranger danger of how somebody could look nice on the outside, but really mm-hmm. they're a whole person underneath. I'm like, I'm probably reading way too much into this right now, but also we're like, well, to be fair, they're not wrong. It's like, just cause somebody looks nice. Doesn't mean that, you know, they're a good yeah. person just because somebody like looks disheveled doesn't make them a horrible human being. So I was like, I, there could be a lesson there, but I'm like, I'm, I'm reading way too much into this as an adult. This is just, this is just like a creative way of saying like, this is a witch. Okay. This is what a witch looks like. Mm. Well, actually, um, I, we'll get into it later, but the, the book had some really strange reception somewhere, but, um, We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think I know we're getting into because I was like, yeah, some other parts of it too. I was like, eh, I feel like there's a hard F when he says female sometimes. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. But um, I was thinking when she, when his grandma says, there are witches everywhere. There's probably one living in our street this very moment. It's time you went to bed. <laughs> I thought like, that's the kind of grandma I would want to be. It's the kind that scares the bejesus out of you right before sending you off to bed. (laughs) There might be one under your bed right now. Well, bedtime. (laughs) You're the grandma who I would then later on call and say, well, guess who's going to stay over tonight and sleep in my kid's room? (laughs) Because he's scared now, you asshole. And I'd be like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I get it. You're not protecting him. You're acting like a buffer. 
But yeah, so she scares the shit out of him. Uh, they go to England for the Hotel Majestic. And uh, he's, uh, he's, he has some pet mice. Uh, and he's training them to be in a mouse circus. Also, the mice get names. <laughs> Unlike boy, the mice get the names. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like obsessed with names. I just realized that's like when something doesn't get a name, I'm just like, I should give it a name. It's okay. Give it a name. But yes, Mary and William, the mice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are, tra- are being trained. <laughs> and uh, they, he gets caught with the mice and the maid is like, holy shit, it's a fucking mouse because it got out of its cage. And uh, they basically get chewed out by the uh, hotel manager saying, like, you know, if we see those mice again, we're going to kick you out. And uh, so now he's like hiding in a big uh, sort of ballroom that's set up with a bunch of chairs for um, for a conference. The Society for the Protection of Cruelty Against Children or something. I can't remember the exact name. It's pretty long. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) the Royal Society for the Protection Against Cruelty for Cruelty Against Children. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so he's he's playing with his mice and training them. And uh, then then, uh, the women start pouring in. And they chain the door closed and he's hiding behind a screen. So he's like, well, shit, I can't get out now. And like, I can't get out without them noticing me. So, you know, he he figures he'll just hang out while they're having the conference and he'll just keep hiding. But then it slowly dawns on him that it's full of witches because there are women uh scratching their heads a lot and he notices that they're wigs and um the grand high witch (laughs) yes (laughs) and uh yeah the woman a woman comes up to the uh stage a young woman and uh, she basically tells them all to take off their their wigs. And uh, he's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and, um, she takes off her her mask. That's her face. And uh, he's talking about it in the book. He says, quote, there was something terribly wrong with it. Her face. Uh, something foul and putrid and decayed. It seemed quite literally to be rotting away at the edges and in the middle of the face, around the mouth and cheeks, I could see the skin all cankered and worm-eaten as though maggots were working away in there. (laughs) Once again, for children. (laughs) (laughs) And I was, you know, my brother and I, we didn't really read many kids books or watch many kids stories or movies but i do remember because like we we watched a lot of uh horror movies but i i do remember being a kid and reading through it and thinking damn it's <laughs> <Like, yes, laughs> dark even for me it's graphic as hell <laughs> but then um the grand high witch um which by the way i can't help but notice that I mean, in the the freaking KKK, they have the Grand High Wizards, and so every time like I'd read the phrase "Grand High Witch," I'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, I'd "Well, get, like, to be little, fair, I mean, if we're gonna do a comparison, that's not a bad one. It's not like the Grand High yeah. Witch is like a good person, so no, yeah, see, um, <laughs> and instead of." 
killing uh, Jewish people and people of color. They just want to kill all the children and or make their parents kill them and or eat them. Or make so, them disappear I, into paintings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, a lot of uh, likeness, unfortunately. But uh, she shoots what looks like uh, white hot metal filings and kills a witch. And they super got graphic with that as well. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> it's like she's her body sizzled and fizzled. And yes, I mean, can, is, can I, we just light a candle for the per person sitting next to her who probably got specks of her for, right? uh, feel? Yeah, like she definitely got some like um. Oh yeah, yeah, she got some like bits on her after that because no amount of crackling of that skin isn't going to go places. Without a stout. It says, quote, I saw the sparks striking against her and burrowing into her, and she screamed a horrible howling scream, and a puff of smoke rose up around her. A smell of burning meat filled the room. <laughs> Good fucking lord. <laughs> that is, um, yeah. But, uh, anyway, he, uh, he's basically kind of like, you know, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> but there's nothing he can do about it without being noticed. And they've chained the door. So there's really nothing he could do. But, um, Oh, you hears... forgot something else to mention. Um, the, uh, they can't smell him right now. Cause the dog droppings is because his grandma tells him early. The one ways to avoid detection <laughs> is that if you don't bathe, uh, then like mm -hmm. the the stink smells off of you, like cover up the dog, <laughs> the dog poop smell that they can smell. So he's sitting there trying to calculate what was the last time he took a bath. And it sounds like his grandma is like, F it, you don't need a bath right now. No children yep. should ever take a bath. <laughs> so for a while, so they don't I'm... smell him. <laughs> that was like one of these. I was like, yes. I can't read that part to my child because um, I don't want that <laughs> to be a fight. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking like, oh yeah, kids must love our uh, parents must freaking love that. <laughs> like, and just think about all the poor people that are in the vicinity of this child. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's gotta stink pretty damn bad. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, he he hears them talking about the Grand High Witch's uh, plan to uh turn she wants uh every witch to uh have in england to open up a sweet shop to, to quit their job whatever they're doing and open up a sweet shop and start making this potion that she created that will turn children into uh mice but they yep. can only have one piece of the candy now to be fair this is where one of these were i came up with this Sorry, I, did, I had to interrupt. This is where I was like, okay, she understands that 52 a year is not enough, okay? She was the yes. project manager they needed who came in and said, okay, we are seriously not meeting our goals, okay? She got up that little thermometer they have, the little, like, or they got, like, a line graph, and she's like, okay, here's where we need to be. Here's where we are. You notice that line not moving? This is our goal. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. 
Oh, yeah. So she's sorry. But you know, you only need one dose, and then at approximately nine o'clock, while the ch- uh, the the next day, while the children are in school, they will turn to mice, and then the uh the teachers will freak out and kill them. Well, the <laughs> teachers will freak out. All the ladies will like pull up their skirts and freak out, and then they'll get all the mice traps out and kill them. Because, yeah, he, he does not mm-hmm. paint women in this story, like non witch women, in any better light, except for maybe the grandmother. She, he basically makes all the women like deathly scared, deathly scared of mice. It's like, oh, yes. come on, I know it's a trope, <laughs> and you know, but for the love of God, no. <gasps> okay, I, I gotta be completely honest. Um, I was. Never one of those people that eek a mouse. Oh no, I have pet <laughs> like, mice. I'm like reading that going like Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I actually had pet pet rats. I freaking love them and I gotta tell you, baby rats are the cutest freaking thing in the entire world. They're like little baby tribbles <laughs> with tails and they are adorable. But um when <laughs> when I was living out in the middle of nowhere um, I, I found my first house mouse <laughs> and, and no joke. I saw it in the bathroom and I, I actually let out a tiny little scream. And then I was like, I caught myself and I was like, Oh, Linda. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to anything, like I, like, I'm not afraid of a lot of like small creatures but when there is something random that's not supposed to be there it is usually startling like i was um (laughs) i was in the i was in the shower of all things and i don't know where the hell it came from but suddenly like a spider just fell onto the shower floor right next to my feet (laughs) i was like oh i was like okay where the fuck did that come from and i just yeah (laughs) then it went down the drain i was like well that was that was a thing. <laughs> looking up at the ceiling, like, looking, like did, did it just fall? Like, I'm always like, well, like, did it fall into my hair? I don't know. Has that oh, ever God. happened? <laughs> I, I am, I, like, that was the extent of how much, of, how afraid I am of spiders. I was like, oh, well then, that's a, that's there. And I'm kind of pissed that it's in the shower with me now. So, um, let's get that down and the drain. this is how we all learn that Jane is made of spiders. <laughs> from i was like I, I didn't think i would see it on the ceiling before i got into the shower so i was like it's no way i would have missed that because i don't know it just it fell onto the shower floor it's a small shower so i was like huh okay then <laughs> yeah i mean i i never understood people like being uh like in a place where you would expect to see mice or rats and then being like uh you know being scared of said mice or rats but you know, except for maybe in the during the plague, but um, <laughs> shortly after the plague. But, but still, yeah, you're right. It's if you're not expecting it, if it's somewhere that you're not expecting it, then yeah. I mean, it's like I'm not afraid of people, but if I found a person in my house other than me or my husband, I think I'd be a little freaked out. Yeah. Okay. The game way off topic here, but I gotta ask you. Like any time, like sometimes when, like in the middle of the night or something, like you just like look out like a, your living room window or something. Do you ever like get the feeling you're just gonna start seeing something like shambling down the street, <laughs> like all the time? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but every so often I'm just like, "This is the night I'm gonna see a zombie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be ready for it." <laughs> it's like I don't know 
what that is in me. I'm just like, no. like what is this? we're gonna look out and there's gonna be something really odd. It's not gonna be human. <laughs> no, for me, it's it's uh, it's aliens. I'm always afraid that like, tonight's gonna be the night. <laughs> like every freaking time. <laughs> But yeah, that's a little uh, peek into our brains. <laughs> <laughs> We're damaged. Are you a <laughs> Do you know a licensed psychologist? <laughs> Hit us up <laughs> at broomflakes at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm beyond help. I've accepted this in my life. <laughs> Carlo says I have character. <laughs> Those are words you use when you don't want to express feelings. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so yes, uh, boy uh, is like is thinking. Oh, cool! Like now I know their whole plot. I'm gonna tell my grandmother, and uh, we're we're gonna put a stop to all this. But uh, just when they're they're wrapping, oh, I, okay, yeah. I almost forgot about Bruno. Yep, little Bruno um, or big Bruno. <laughs> yeah. Bruno get big. I have yeah, yeah. I have health concerns for Bruno <laughs> right now Good for different Lord, reasons. So do I. That oh yeah. Um, Continue. Yeah. Uh, so to demonstrate how well her potion works, the uh, the uh, wi- big witch. Um, I'm gonna call her that. Big witch. Um, she she B-W. brings in a boy that she met uh, the day before, who apparently was uh, a bit of a douchebag kid. He's uh, a bully and is always eating. And uh, she she told him that if he came, I, I think she gave him a chocolate, and then she said if he came back the next day, she'd give him another chocolate. And, six chocolates, uh, remember? Yeah. For some reason, he's worth six chocolates in his brain. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, that sounds good. So he comes in and uh, they unchain the door. They bring him in and chain the door back up again. And they, uh, she gives him the uh, a drop of the, or a dose of the uh, the potion. And lo and behold, he turns into a mouse. Um, and she puts down the the mouse trap, but it's like, um, dude, he's not just a mouse. He's a he's like a human mouse. Like he's I like think a, they kind of thought boy, that the knows. potion was going to turn them into yeah. a mouse that thinks like a mouse. I think that, like, yeah. that's kind of what I thought was going to happen. Was they their thought was like, oh yeah, if it turns to a mouse, it's just going to want to head right to the trap with the cheese in it. Although to be fair, if usually a mouse is surrounded by a whole bunch of huge humans, I don't care mm-hmm. how many cheese traps you have around you, that mouse is not going to stick <laughs> around to go and get cheese. Mice aren't that stupid. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I mean, some mice are. The mice that I had kind of were stupid at times because at the same time I had two pet mice, I then also got a kitten. And my oh, no. kitten um, would like hug. It was one of those like plastic um habitats um so i had like a plastic lid so he kind of like hug it so like his paws be at the top of the plastic 
But there was like little metal bars in between where the mice could stick its nose out. So he'd be hugging it, his belly be pressed into the metal bars, and one of the mice would like come up and just like sniff his belly, like, "Hi, buddy, how are you?" And my cat be looking down, like, "I see you sniff my belly. I just can't get to you right now." <laughs> the other mouse would be cowering in the corner, <laughs> just like, oh "Yeah, God. you be my friend." <laughs> Aww. <laughs> By the way, yes. All my cats sound like cat from Red Dwarf. I just want to say that. Hey, Benny. Yeah, like I'm going to eat your little mousey. <laughs> Even my female cats, when they act their way, they all sound like cat from Red Dwarf. <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the, the, the cat, the Bruno cat. Our Bruno, Bruno Mouse. Cat. Bruno Mouse. Um, Bruno Mars. <laughs> Sorry, Bruno um, <laughs> he gets off. He gets away. He scampers away. And uh, uh, they just know he's in the room. And anyway, um, they figured, well, okay, the mouse, he didn't go for the mouse trap, but that's okay because the, the hotel will get him. So they they end the uh, the conference, and uh, the witch tells all the older witches that if uh, they are are physically unable to climb trees to get, <laughs> go on, I'm trying to pronounce it because I I was reading, I'm like, nope, just just made up words. <laughs> I kept wanting to call it a grundle. <laughs> okay. No, I'm pretty sure it's not a grundle. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm gonna call it a grundle. Okay. I mean, to be fair, she came with a bunch of ingredients that are non-existent. I mean, she's talking about like the egg of this, mm. like the claw of this, and it's like, yeah, okay. Like at first, it was kind of fanciful of like you have to cook an alarm clock um to the yeah. time that you want the potion to go off, and you have to get a whole bunch of like mouse tails and fry them up and it's like okay yeah it's it's kind of I, at first I was kind of marveling at the cuteness of it of like oh yes you have to cook an alarm clock so it goes off at the right time it's kind of adorable then you just start kind of the weird like non-existent creatures and animals yes. like yes okay we just kind of run out of ideas here didn't we <laughs> and grundle eggs yes <laughs> So uh, she says, like, for, for all of you older witches who would have a, a problem climbing a tree and getting Ancient ones. Eggs, ancient, yes, ones. ancient ones. Linda, you got to be proper. <laughs> they have they have a better term for it as the ancient ones. <laughs> so the ancient ones. <laughs> God, isn't that a term from your damn vampire diaries? Um, no, there's the originals. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay yes. Good. yes. Um, the, We're going to get so to that someday. You can't no. keep pointing it back. No. <laughs> I, I did, by the way. I'll tell, I'll, we'll talk about this later. If I did convince Linda of one that I've been really bugging her to watch. So we're going to do that soon after we get through the witches stuff. And I'm Yay. really, really, really happy about this because I think she'll actually enjoy this one. <laughs> so... <laughs> Continue. So, um, she says that uh, for the ancient ones, she says, uh, "Come up to my my uh, hotel room, uh, which is blah blah blah, at a certain time, and you could come up and I'll I'll give you the potion. You don't have to worry about making it. I'll just give you vials of the potion." 
And oh, uh, blessed angel, so, blessed high witch, blessed high witch, yay! They do a lot of cheering <laughs> for her, by the way. It's, yes. it's like, oh, she's so marvelous. Oh, she's so smart. Oh, brainy one. They kept saying brainy one when she was yes. coming up with this plan. Which again, I'm not arguing against the um the um idea that she knows there was a flaw in the method i don't like the fact that they're doing it okay but at least she understands yes. why their plan is not working she need to come up with a new plan and I'm please sorry, don't I hate, turn I... me into a burning meat smell yes <laughs> <laughs> which apparently she kills one of the witches every every year at the convention yeah. well yeah the grandma even place. says like it, one ha- one always dies to like keep them in line at every like yeah. at, because she because tra- the ancient not the ancient one the because uh, she travels to every society in every country mm. so basically there's one witch like dying in all these meetings going like nope that's expected yeah <laughs> like oh it's gonna be her cool not me <laughs> it's like yay the one's already been taken out although it sounds like there was fear that she could take out two if she's feeling really pissy yes so. which she always sounds to be feeling kind of pretty pissy. So it's best not to not to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, also a little small uh note. Uh she apparently uh creates fake money. And yeah. so they're she rolling, counterfeits. Which is just <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just rolling in, in dough. So um yeah, it's not a problem for witches to quit their job and create a sweet shop. So, um, I wonder what that now, does to all the economies, depending on what the economy is like. <laughs> like, certain economies would suddenly like notice this huge influx of money, and that might actually really fuck them up. That's that's true. Huh. Um, so they. Could Sorry, I just I realized economy. like like wow, I didn't think about that or, like really in depth because I was just kind of getting past that because they kept just cheering for her. I was like, oh no, that that could fuck up a couple of countries. <laughs> Once again, we're at like a children's killing or children killing convention and Jane's the one going, here's what you need to do. (laughs) Again, I don't like the idea of killing children. I like children. I clearly love children because I have my own child. I actually prefer children to adults most times as, you know, people to talk to. But still, I'm just saying I hate bad plans. (laughs) <laughs> so yes <laughs> call me if you ever need project management I will help you figure it out <laughs> I will tell you if your plan is stupid <laughs> and look her up in the book she's Jane Janerson Esquire <laughs> the third. MD legalese um, dame um, I don't know <laughs> I'll just keep going with Lady. titles yes <laughs> oh so, uh, MD, <laughs> right? MD, DM. <laughs> but, uh, so he, they, uh, they, they end the conference and, uh, one of the, the, they're, you know, they're, they're getting ready to take the chains off of the door, but, uh, one of the, the witches starts sniffing and she's like, it doesn't kind of smell like dog shit in here to anybody else <laughs> i smell dog shit they, yeah i'm like wait a minute it would be really sad if like just like one of the hotel patrons like outside of the room had like a little dog that just wasn't completely trained and it just happened to be like sort of like parallel with the wall that 
boy was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she used it really slowly. The boy was just like, this horrible, shitty look. <laughs> like they're outside, only... like yelling at their shih tzu while at the same time, like he's in there going, I haven't bathed in a while and they still caught me. <laughs> I can only hope that they do that in the new movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I they really don't do hope. that in the old one. I don't remember them actually talking about mm-hmm. how he smells like dog poo. <laughs> I really freaking hope. <laughs> We'll see. Yes, we're gonna watch both. <laughs> they uh they find the boy and uh they they grab him. He uh because I think he tries to make a run for it, right? But uh, yeah, because all the there's... only door is the door that they've chained up, and he's screaming for help. It is it, that was one of the parts where I was like, God, I feel so sorry for this. Kid. Like I was feeling for that kid. I was like, Yeah. Like, oh God, like that was that was a tough little read because. You know, just the absolute terror and fear and everything, and yeah. And then it gets worse. Oh yes, <laughs> for like a brief so, second, by the way, because he gets really well adjusted by this. Like I was like, wow. Oh uh, okay. yeah. Um, I also have notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they turn him into a, a mouse, and they, they make him, him drink like... an overdose. Is oh this yeah. is important. They give him an overdose so instead of like one drop. Um. They just give him an overdose, so that doesn't matter on that whole boy in the clock. It just immediately turns him into a mouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no waiting. So, yep. um, like there was with Bruno, because she had him come at a, like a specific time, um, mm-hmm. because she gave him the the chocolate with the dose the day before. That was supposed to have like 2.30 so. or something, and she said, oh, come at 2.25, yeah. and you know, Yeah. And then he's like, bitch, where's my chocolate? And she's like, just wait. <laughs> Anywho, so uh, they they turn hit the boy into a, a mouse. And this is, okay, bear with me because it's a long quote. It says, oh, the pain and the fire. It felt as though a kettle full of boiling water had been poured into my mouth. My throat was going up in flames. Then very quickly, the frightful, burning, searing, scorching feelings started spreading down into my chest and into my tummy and on and on into my legs and arms and all over my body. I screamed and screamed, but once again, the gloved hand was clapped over my lips. The next thing I felt was my skin beginning to tighten. How else can I describe it? It was quite literally a tightening and a... A shrinking of the skin all over my body from the top of my head to the tips of my fingers to the ends of my toes. It felt as though I was a balloon and someone was twisting the top of the balloon and twisting and twisting and the balloon was getting smaller and smaller and the skin was getting tighter and tighter and soon it was going to burst. Then the squeezing began. This time I was inside of a suit of armor or our iron excuse me and somebody was turning a screw and with each turn of the screw the iron suit became smaller and smaller so that i was squeezed like an orange into a pulpy mess with the juice running out of my sides after that there came a fierce prickling sensation all over my skin or what was left of my skin as though tiny needles were forcing their way out through the surface of the skin from the inside and this, I realize now, was the growing of my mouse fur. <laughs> like, talk about horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that oh. one was hard to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, again, 
he adjusts really well, really quickly later on. It's like, hey, you kind of like you kind of I, I when you read it, I was like, yeah, that's I remember being sort of like, wow, that's absolutely horrible and terrible and frightening. And but I forgot about it because later on, he's like, being a mouse is kind of awesome. Look at me, yeah. I'm a mouse. <laughs> it's like, yes, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's he actually says, what's so wonderful about being a boy anyway? Why is it that necessarily any better than being a mouse? I know that mice get hunted and they sometimes get poisoned or caught in traps, but little boys get killed too. <laughs> little boys can be run over by motor car cars or they can die of some awful illness. Little boys have to go to school. Mice don't. Mice don't have to pass exams. Mice don't have to worry about money. Mice, as far as I can see, have only two enemies, humans and cats. My grandmother and owls, is a human. And, and owls. Right? <laughs> 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 like, snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this kid probably needed some more schooling to understand what's, what animals eat mice. Yes. <laughs> He's like, mice yeah, don't worry right? about anything. He's like, uh... <laughs> You know, there's some spiders that even eat mice, right? Yeah, don't ever get outside the house. <laughs> he says, mice don't have to worry about money. And uh, he says, oh, uh, mice, as far as I can see, have only two enemies, humans and cats. My grandmother is a human, but I know for certain that she will always love me, whoever I am. And she never, thank goodness, keeps a cat. When mice grow up, they don't have to go to war and fight against other mice. Mice, I felt pretty certain, all like each other. People don't. <laughs> like, I I was reading that like, fuck, you're super accepting. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, yep. I guess that's the way Roald Dahl makes it so it's not so horrifying. Yeah. But he's not sitting there weeping, like, going like, I'm a mouse. I'll never get this and I'll never be. Yes. It gets kind of horrifying later on. So we'll get mm -hmm. into that. <laughs> He does have the line later on uh, that was something like, um, I always wanted to learn how to, to whistle with two fingers in my mouth, or my mouth. Now I realized I'll never be able to. And I was like, good God. <laughs> like, At just, one point I want to like see him have like a crisis where he's just like, oh, wait, all these things I'm missing out on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it gets way more grim and we will get into that. <laughs> yes. And uh, he flees. <laughs> he yeah uh, he he's able to flee. Luckily, um, and he and I, you did mention earlier. And just to reiterate, he does realize that he has his brain. Like he, like that was where the witches yeah. screwed up. Where they still have like the brain of a human, and they can also talk the same exact tempo and yes. tone as their normal voice. So. Plot and, device. Uh, even, <laughs> even his grandma says something about like how she thinks his brain has grown double in size since he became a mouse. <laughs> like, I was thinking, oh, yeah, thanks, grandma. <laughs> you know those backhanded compliments are so yes. useful? Yes. <laughs> like, well, you're a real dumbass little kid, but... As a mouse, you're kind of smart. I mean, compared to other mice, yeah, you're definitely pretty smart. <laughs> oh yeah, so he um, he he gets back with his grandmother and tells her like, "My her grandma, I'm a mouse now. What the hell?" And, um, and oh, don't forget, he also oh, finds he gets... Bruno, who like yeah. he's also adjusted to being a mouse pretty quickly by finding what what was it like a sandwich <laughs> or something one of the witches dropped. So he's already like he's back to eating, eating something. <laughs> Yes, he's eating a, like a crumb of a sandwich that fell to the floor. 
perfectly normal for him, apparently. Um, <laughs> and they but, get up to the uh, fifth yeah. floor and like, um, boys are like, oh, look at how agile I am. I can run and nobody sees him. Mm-hmm. And they get to, you know, grandma and everything. And well, Bruno goes right for the banana bowl <laughs> and begins <Yeah>. eating <laughs> a whole shit ton of bananas, which yeah. I had to pause here, by the way, when I was reading that, because I was like, how much? Like, well, first I looked up, can a mouse die from potassium poisoning? <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> That's like, I know that potassium poisoning, whether you have your potassium levels are too high or too low, can kill you. So I'm just like, get a mouse. Mm. And nobody had that. They just had like a bunch of studies that go like, we study potassium um, <laughs> levels on mice to see how it would affect humans. I'm like, okay, I don't need to know that. But I did then read, okay, how much food does a mouse need to eat in a day? <laughs> Actually, I think that's what what killed my grandmother. Um, she had they they weren't ever sure what happened, but she did have like an abnormally large amount of potassium in her body. I know so that it, um, that's how one of um, a family friend uh, when they they had a terminal illness, like they were going mm. to uh, they had a really aggressive cancer in their legs, um, and oh, they God. were told like, "Hey, you can have this surgery." Um, but you would lose control of most of your lower body functions. And oh, since it was still like terminal, they just, um, decided to, um, overdose on potassium. So Good that was, Lord. yeah, no, it, but at the same time, like they told a bunch of people what they were planning on doing. It was one yeah. of those things where it's like, it's the surgery would have maybe given them like a couple extra months, but they would have lost most of their lower half functions. So, yeah, they were already living in a bunch of pain. So, like, I know that that's why I had to first check on potassium poisoning. I was like, I know stuff about this. But, um, yeah, it's it's not pretty, but it is um, it is a way. I know it is a way. Oh, God. So, yeah, yeah, sorry, (laughs) real downer. But that was that was one of these. But then I had to look up. Okay, so how much food does a mouse need to eat in a day? Three grams. <laughs> Three grams of food in a day is what the normal mouse should be eating. And then I said, "How much does a banana weigh?" <laughs> so I got off well, on a tangent, by the way. This, it's, a, it's 188 grams. He ate three. Fair. It kind of sounds like it would be a good thing for for Bruno to uh, overdose on potassium, and we will get into that as well. <laughs> Um, so yeah. There's no happy uh, ending for Bruno. Let's put it that way. They don't. Mm-mm. They don't really um say exactly what the ending is, but there's there's no happy mm-mm. ending for that story. Uh, and uh, the the kid figures out that his grandma's room is right above the Grand High Witch's room, so he has her lower him down to uh to uh sneak into the the room and to sneak out a bottle of the uh, of the the potion and um they he wants to poison the witches they they both do the he and his grandma and uh they said they even come up with a huge plan they're gonna poison their food and uh the grandmother says if we brought this off it would be the greatest triumph in the whole history of witchery 
She kind of stopped caring about the life of her grandson. Can I point this oh, out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is pretty fucking accepting of it, too. <laughs> she's, she's like, like I'm yeah, great. I'm happy being a mouse. Yeah. She's like, I'm great. Like, I'm happy being a mouse. Well, that's great. Let's go kill some witches, grandson. Okay. <laughs> Let's use this to our advantage. <laughs> Yeah. Bruno's is eating away in a banana and going like, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. She's like, you might die, but eh. yeah. <laughs> we all got to go someday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they, she tries to return Bruno to his parents and we find out that his parents are uh, scary, unacceptable of his being turned into a mouse. And they think that, that the grandma's just insane. And <laughs> she puts Bruno on the table in front of them. And she's like, here's your son. And Bruno doesn't <laughs> to be fair, say anything. Look insane. <laughs> well, do you remember yeah, why right? he didn't say anything? Yes. Yes, tell them, please. He had food in his mouth. His mouth is full of food, so he couldn't say anything. Like, even though, like, they've established that the kids would have the exact same, like, tonal voice mm-hmm. as their normal. And he's like, yep. why did you say anything? Like, boy says to Bruno, he's like, I was eating. <laughs> I had my mouth full of, of banana or something. Yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Like, Grandma's just, like, giving him food to just shut him up because, like, she's getting sick of Bruno as well. <laughs> But they, uh, so they, they eventually go into the, the dining room and, uh, the witches are eating. <laughs> oh, I love this quote. Can, can I mention mm-hmm. something? Because when he, sure, uh, sure, when please. boy's in the room and gets the mm-hmm. bottle, she's shoved in between the matches, he meets three frogs and he yes! comes to the sudden realization oh, that they probably were kids as well because the kids are like, well, the frogs are kind of giving mm-hmm. this look and everything. And even like she, and she kind of like the witch comes in while the boy's still in the room, like holding on to the bottle and kind of confirms it when she's like, and don't go away. We'll be feeding you to seagulls later. And it's yes! never talked about again. Ever he again. He leaves the yeah. frogs that are probably yeah. children in a room and it's never addressed again. <laughs> He never bothers telling his grandma, oh, by the way, <laughs> we might want to free those frogs. <laughs> no, and not ever. So, yeah, um, for all we know, the frogs could be dead. Um, <laughs> the frogs are most likely dead. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the frogs can't talk, though. Yeah, they don't seem but... to be able to. She perfected that spell, clearly, in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, but for some reason she got the mice wrong i don't get it but whatever. who knows um but he he says that there's a stench of witches and he says quote it reminded me of the smell inside the men's public lavatory at our local railway station <laughs> so <laughs> I can't All I'm thinking is like, okay, like, so which, okay, go ahead, you go. <laughs> I was gonna say I I can't tell if they smell like piss or shit. Like one of the two, but it ain't good. <laughs> All I'm thinking is like, so which just smell like old man shit, and children to <laughs> them smell like dog shit. It's like clearly there's a disconnect here. <laughs> uh, either way, people smell in this world, man. <laughs> 
Because some people aren't bathing either. Yeah, apparently. Jeez. Like, there's no way for that kid not to stink. (laughs) So, um... (laughs) He they they go to uh, dinner. The grandma sneaks him in the dining room, and uh, he rushes into the kitchen, and he's going to poison the uh, soup tureen for the the witches because they all ordered split pea soup. And which uh, I the, like. I want to say go on the record. I like split pea soup. I think split I pea soup too. is actually really good. I, I do too. Well, I love but it. I like it. Ooh, Amy's makes a really good canned one. Oh. <sighs> Uh, or Split P. Anderson's. I think they have a, a canned one, too. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So good. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, he he does successfully pour the uh, po- potion into the, the soup, but he also gets a little cocky and gets a little, like, has a little too much fun, like, swinging around on his tail, because uh, apparently he has a prehensile tail. Yeah, I was thinking to say that he well, he has a preemptive tail, plus he has opposable thumbs because he's able to unscrew the bottle of the potion as well. It's like, oh, he battery's super strong. I (laughs) yeah, he could carry like the tiny (laughs) bottle and everything. It's like, man, he's he is like I think they call him like a mouse person. They kind of settle on because he has like enough features of a human that he could function. But yeah, the the tail thing, I even had to look that up. I was like. Have I been wrong about mouse tails? Can they do more with their tails? Like, no, no, they can't. No, <laughs> they, they really the type can't. Of mouse. <laughs> they're just they're this there. Like, I think they provide like balance, maybe, but not to that extent. Because yeah. he's like using yeah. it like a like a, a trapeze. He's like, whoa, look at this! I can yes. grab things with this, and I can swing to pots and pans. And yes, yeah, and like, he's like he's like swinging from a uh, pot and pan, just like Tarzan swinging from vines, but he's using his tail, and I think. I think okay, so possums and monkeys are the only ones I know that have prehensile tails. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> pretty incorrect. But anyway, so yeah, he's having a little too much fun and gets caught <laughs> by, a by the chef. Although to be fair, <laughs> this entire like chef and waiting staff are also absolutely atrocious. Most of the adults are just atrocious human beings in this. Like the yeah. whole steak thing with that woman's steak and they all spit on it and stuff. Yes. And yes. Yeah. They're all assholes. They are all just horrible assholes. They all deserve Somebody whatever they get. Somebody complained about the their steak and so they took it around so everybody could spit in it in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. Uh, you want to tell them what happens when the chef finds him? Well, oh, well, besides, uh, so yes, the chef find. well, first off, he's just like, I was just swinging around. I didn't notice. I was kind of swinging in plain sight. Like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) And he takes a knife and he swipes at him and cuts his tail. So, which I don't know. Like, they don't specify, like, how much of his tail got chopped off. No, but it sounds like the tip of his tail was chopped off. And he was bleeding quite a bit. Yeah. So, out. Well, and then he runs, uh, he, like, just trying to run away from, like, all these, like, boots and black shoes that try to stomp <laughs> on him. He runs up the pants legs of one of them, and he starts shrieking. as this, <laughs> And he gets up to, like, it, it, I love the way that they describe, like, yeah, no, he crawled into his crotch area, okay? He like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he crawled into does. the area near his zipper. I was like, no, he's, he's like, and he was like, yeah. like, I was getting dreadfully hot up there. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this and not think about the fact oh, that there is what an eight year old yes. boy next to an adult male's genitals right, right now. So, 
And then he got down the other pant leg and scampered off as they're trying to find the mouse or the boy through I, um, the guy's pants. And he gets away I, and ties it in a potato sack. I had a note uh, before. <laughs> I had a the, note. The inappropriateness. <laughs> I want to know about your note. <laughs> before the inappropriate thing about him being in the guy's crotch, um, the, the book says... Hardly knowing what I was doing, wanting only a place to hide, I ran up the trous- trouser leg of one of the cooks and clung to his sock. And I, <laughs> my note was, oh man, did I read that wrong. <laughs> like, I did not read sock. <laughs> one of the cooks and clung to his sock. <laughs> like, I mean, so, so. As I'm teaching my kid about reading sock. It's a suh sound, Linda. It's a suh, suh sound, not a cuh sound. Sometimes a C sounds like an S, but in this case, it's an actual S. I was laughing out loud, so I had to explain it to Carlo. And then he got to the part where where he's in the guy's crotch of his pants. And I was like, I wasn't far off. <laughs> I got there too fast, but I got yes. there. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was so disturbing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the guy, the guy says... Help, 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 the man was screaming. It's in my knickers. It's running around in my flaming knickers. It's running round and round in my flaming knickers. Get it out. Someone help me to get it out. Take off your trousers, you silly slob, someone else shouted. Pull down your pants and we'll soon catch him. <laughs> Sorry, I have in my notes. Where is this going? <laughs> oh, I want to see that part of the movie. <laughs> forget the whole entire witch thing on the outside they're just like well just just stick to this (laughs) all right yeah there's a mouse (laughs) well to be fair they did forgive him because he was able to hide in a sack of potatoes yes yeah and it was kind of like a game like a video game where you you just find a good place to hide and they're like oh well that was weird (laughs) just go on to business as usual but uh, yes, the the witches all uh, eat the soup and they turn into mice. And uh, from there, instead of going to save the toad children, um, the or frog children, uh, they just book it out of there. Yeah, they don't get their <laughs> stuff. They don't get their luggage. They sleep. Although to be fair, um, Grandma does finally get them to take get the yes. Jenkins Bruno's parents uh, like take him yeah. back after Bruno doesn't have food in his mouth and. You know, he's been eating a dinner roll that she's tossed down to him to keep him quiet because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they even mentioned that, like, not only has he eaten, like, five bananas or, no, four <laughs> bananas, he's also gone, like, really round. <laughs> and, like, it's like, well, no yes. shit he's gone round. Do you know how much mice are actually supposed to eat? <laughs> so and it says later another grim-ass part. It says, one evening oh, yes. as I lay on my grandmother's lap in front of the fire, she said to me, I wonder what happened to that little Bruno? I wouldn't be surprised if his father gave him to the hall porter to drown in the fire bucket, I answered. I'm afraid you might be right, my grandmother said. That poor little thing. And there's just like a pause, and then they just go on. I was like, yes! Jesus Christ, there really is no happy ending for this kid. <laughs> yeah, his uh, his dad probably uh, gave him to, to be murdered, but, you know. Oh well, well, they're in the process so of anyway. murdering a bunch of other mice who were at one point witches, so... 
Yeah, no, they yeah. don't even stay to like see if like they got if you know to help like stomp out all the mice and everything. Although I do like the little add in line when the mice are right around is and adults are like right around and antifragic. They said like the mm-hmm. children were the only ones who seemed amused by the whole entire scene. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> <laughs> so they're they're booking it and they get into a cab and uh, <laughs> and. So this, uh, the old taxi driver says, I always liked mice. I used to keep hundreds of them when I was a boy. Mice is the fastest breeders in the world. Did you know that, ma'am? So if he's your grandson, then I reckon you'll be having a few great grandsons to go with him in a couple of weeks time. <laughs> Which, um... Did kind of cross my mind later on when they also mentioned, um, you know, like age and everything. I was like... Is he going to be like oh, a mouse who at yeah. some point will hit puberty really, really soon? And he's going to be looking at some of those like little female field mice going like, you know, Grandma, you I'm doing? feeling more mouse than man right now. <laughs> uh, Grandma, will you let me outside? No reason. <laughs> Take Grandma, me by the pet store. Wife. Let's talk. <laughs> store i'll choose my wife <laughs> my wives the mouse just comes straight by is like well i believe in miracles plays in the background like struts the regular female mice just like i guess there's pheromones there i guess we'll go with this i mean do mice have choices in this i don't know grandma this is my wife matilda and Susie and Heather, (laughs) these are all of our children, and because of the way mice breed, these are all of their children, because incest is rampant if you don't separate out the males and the females, I've learned. And my husband, Charles, because fuck you, you can't judge me, I'm a mouse. (laughs) Love is love, Grandma. This happens like two months afterwards, (laughs) because that's how fast you get puberty. (laughs) Which we'll get into. Oh, I want to see that movie. That's what we need to make. <laughs> We're kind of like different movies with like side stories. It's just like, we want to know more about this part of it. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, uh, intellectual property of bed knobs and broom flicks, by the way. <laughs> like, you can't take it. <laughs> so, yeah, they. Um, it's kind of a happily ever after, except for the fact that his grandma has to, uh, they never they never find a way to turn him into a, back into a child. And so she basically fixes up her house so as a mouse, he can get around, he can open doors, turn on lights and stuff like that. Um, In the movie, I feel like he had a, I mean, we're going to get to it later, but I feel like he had a a habit trail. Yeah, it's, um, I I haven't seen the movie in ages. I do know that he has a habit trail in the, uh, in the original movie. And he does actually get turned back into a kid um, oh. at the end of the spoiler, by the way, for also Lame. a very old movie that you have not that I have no yeah. idea why you haven't seen yet. It's but yeah, like 90s. so like again, they they make the movie have a lot of a much happier ending. I do remember that because I think I did see the movie first and then read the book. I was like, oh, oh, this uh. This definitely does not turn out the same way now, does it? <laughs> yeah, because if you think about this, like this old ailing grandmother who's still smoking cigars and dying and not caring not giving two shits that she's responsible for a child now yes (laughs) 
And, and uh, he's uh, he never turns back into a boy. It's pretty goddamn grim. And in fact, the, there's um. And I'm sorry, this is another long quote, but I have to share it. It's um. <clears throat> A mouse person will almost certainly live for three times as long as an ordinary mouse, my grandmother said. About nine years. Good, I cried. That's great. It's the best news I've ever had. Why do you say that? She asked, surprised. Because I would never want to live longer than you, I said. I couldn't stand being looked after by anybody else. There was a short silence. She had a way of fondling me behind the ears with one tip of the finger. It felt lovely. How old are you, Grandmama? I asked. I'm 86, she said. Will you live another eight or nine years? I might, she said, with a bit of luck. You've got to, I said, because by then I'll be a very old mouse and you'll be a very old grandmother, and soon after that we'll die together. <laughs> Once again, this I boy mean, mouse grim. has not hit puberty yet, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because I mean, I remember being a kid and oh, like a really young kid. It's like, yeah, I loved my grandmother, too. And I would have loved to hang out with her constantly. As you get older, you enjoy their company, but you also have other interests. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the grandmother's like, that's nice. We'll die together at the ripe old age of 17 for you. <laughs> Maybe. Or, I mean, I to be fair, she bases this idea off of nothing. She's just like, well, nothing. I know mice live three years, and I think you'll live three times longer. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> would you like jokey. me? Could you, could you please show me the studies that you've done on this? <laughs> Share your sources, Grandpa. <laughs> well, I got this off the Drudge Report. <laughs> I Googled it. <laughs> one quote I really really liked about it um that I felt like had a, a good message it was it doesn't matter who you are or what you look like so long as somebody loves you and I feel like if that's the overarching theme then it's okay but um <laughs> and it, I'd say it's good but it's it did have some really strange reception um, in fact, some, some people thought that it was, um, it, it had really, um, a really bad problem with, with misogyny. <laughs> I, yeah, there really was that feeling of the hard F every single time the word female came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Except for with, the, uh, grandma, but grandma kind of had some like, stereotypical masculine qualities so i don't know but um it, it's uh i know that a lot of people thought that it was sexist and i i can see that but um but one uh critic even went as far as to say that uh it teaches boys how to grow up to become men who hate women and i was thinking well I think that's a little bit of a stretch. That's a, I mean, that's that's a, a huge little... stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's I mean... a huge stretch. I mean, we don't know the full relationship that boy had with his mom, but they, mm -hmm. I mean, he was clearly upset that his mom and his dad had passed away. And it's, yeah, no, that's, that's a little too much. I mean, it, like I said, the, the only kind of message that I could take away from this um, is the idea of appearances being deceiving, especially with the witches. 
You know, mm-hmm. like they look they're, like they're made to look like these really sweet people, and that's their goal is to not be so obvious. But underneath, they're horrible, ghastly beings that just want to hurt you. So that's where, again, like, and I was like reading into it as an adult. That was more of the idea that I got behind that. Um, the way that mm-hmm. you know they were describing it. it's just that there weren't really any other strong female characters in this, so it was hard to see like how it could be interpreted in any other way. That's why, like, every so often when the word female came out, I was just like, it feels like you're really just driving home a different point. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. One even, um, like, one one person in their uh, article, The Dark Side of Roald Dahl, even said that it was, it's, it, it teaches boys that they can avoid growing up by by dying (laughs) i mean i would like to introduce that person to a number of different stories can we talk about peter pan for a second (laughs) (laughs) and some of the horrible shit that actually happens in those books (laughs) well she said in her her article um quote uh that uh it says uh to Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm a liar. It was, um, it was, it was in this article, but, uh, it was actually somebody else saying this. It says to tell young readers that you can escape growing up by dying is dubious, drawn to the, uh, utmost an encouragement of suicide and therefore both an ideological and an aesthetic flaw. <laughs> Fucking hell. Man. <laughs> really? This makes me think that I didn't read enough into it <laughs> right now. I'm just uh, like, yeah. yeah, I know that's look. That I, was um, Maria Nikola Heva, Nikola Heva. I, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but she's a professor of uh, children's literature at the University of Cambridge. I mean, so. I think that, and maybe this comes from reading a number of different Roald Dahl books. Um, I think that he likes the idea, and a lot of his stories definitely come with children who overcome adversity, whether it's um, Matilda, you know, not only coming over, her, getting, um, you know, working past her, you know, very um, emotionally and verbally abusive parents, and but also overpowering and taking back the power um, away from the school um, headmistress, um, Trunchbull, you know, you have a small little girl who's able to do great things with her extraordinary mind. Uh, James gets, you know, sent to his horrible aunt's place and, you know, is able to escape and becomes basically the brain behind figuring out how to, you know, get this giant peach steered and, you know, Mm -hmm. get it airborne. And, you know, like he's become like, so, and again, BFG, same thing. It's like a lot of the kids, You know, it's all about, like, just, um, you know, like, the great adventure, but also, like, they're the ones who take charge and um, show a level of intelligence and tenacity that shows them as strong characters. That's something that I've always appreciated about Roald Dahl, was that all of his children were, all of his children characters were very strong, whether they're they're little boys or little girls, Um, so, and I think that that, the whimsy of it and, 
um you know just trying to show them like you know it's like yeah it's like as an adult looking at this child like you know the idea that they're going to die at the age of 17 is frightening but at the same time it's like if you spent enough time with boy getting into an existential crisis <laughs> it probably mm. wouldn't really work well for the narrative and um so i it's it's one of those things where i think that it just it's for the intended audience of kids it just gives them the sense of what they can accomplish, you know, with some cleverness and the ability to use their mind and, um, you know, like be able to just kind of um, develop their own like my like independence as they're growing. So that's kind of how I've always read his books. You know, like again, adult mm-hmm. mind looks back at this and goes like, yeah, that's pretty effing dark, you know, I mean. Just get James and Giant Peach is like, why did nobody notice that there's a small child like being abused by these two horrible people? But it's like at the same time, it's like yeah, there's no story there if you don't, and he overcomes all these things. So same yeah. with Matilda. You'd wonder, like, why is CPS not taking notice that there's this girl who's clearly <laughs> like being horribly treated compared to her brother? <laughs> it's, you know, it's so it it creates a story where children are in charge, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. So when you start getting to the idea of they'll never become adults, it's like at that moment, they're not thinking about that. You know, they're Mm -mm. thinking about like, how am I going to assert myself as who I am? And this has been amateur child psychology hour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to send you this, uh, this article. Cause it's, it's by, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it looks like Hep, Hepzibah. Anderson. Oh, you think I'm going to do any better? This is why I leave you to names to mispronounce. I'm just like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's full of some really crazy shit. So, um, I mean, it's a fun read. But um, yeah, (laughs) will I get angry? (laughs) Will I want to write a letter to the editor? (laughs) Almost undoubtedly. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's posted on uh, BBC.com. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Okay. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I mean, it is dark as hell, and it's grim as hell, but, you know, I, f- I feel like it's it's still a good book. It's a good story. Yeah, I mean, like, we make fun of some of the it. other parts of it, and again, I think we're making fun of it through an adult lens and just trying to laugh at some of the grimness, but at the same time, I can just see it through, and even, like, I remember reading this and just enjoying it. Yeah, Like, yeah, the things, exactly. like, I... Like rereading it, I'm just like, wow, there's some things that I kind of edited out of my own brain on this. I just yeah. saw it as like a young boy, like beating up all these witches and taking charge. Like that's how my brain reading yeah. it remembers it. So when I reread it as an adult, I'm like, Eugh. and I'm rereading like, you know, Charlie Tractor Factory to my kid. And I'm rereading mm-hmm. James and Giant Peach and, you know, rereading Matilda at some point. It's like, I'm probably going to find stuff in there where I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I promise you honey this won't happen and he's just not even paying attention and he's like okay like that's cool like let's keep reading about like the kid who gets like drowned in the chocolate and everything <laughs> I'm like <laughs> granted okay <laughs> yeah I mean yeah I, I remember being a child and thinking like you know I, I did find some stuff in there like a little graphic and um yeah, I don't know. I I guess I always felt like uh, a, uh, I was like 12 going on 40. But I remember thinking like, they let us children read this? <laughs> but 
But um, I, I, I do remember loving it still, and I, I still enjoy the hell out of it. So, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, and yeah, it has its problems, but it's still it's pretty fucking great. So, well, yeah, especially stories written back then all have some problems. <laughs> like yeah, the, we were talking <laughs> earlier off mic about um, I had found an article that said one of the greatest um, um, unspoken parenting techniques is uh, self-editing books while reading them to your children, and it's all about how <laughs> books that we loved as kids where some of the terms used are definitely not politically correct right now, and some of them are clearly downright offensive. And there's some stuff yeah. in some of Roald Dahl's books where it's like, and I'm not going to read that word out loud. <laughs> We're just going to skip over this. And it's, well, it's strange enough, it's in one of the books that honestly I did not like. And it was a book that I read oh. as an adult. But I, as I was telling Linda off mic, it was just a bad book. It, it was just a horrible, horrible book. It was uh, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Mm. And if you've ever read it, it's it's just it's just horribly written. I don't know how to describe it. I described it to Linda and I don't want to repeat myself, but yeah, if, you can skip it. Just assume that they got into the elevator, went back to the chocolate factory and they all lived happily ever after. And that book just did not happen. Cause it was just, it was bad. It was just bad. <laughs> <laughs> not even yeah, in an offensive way, more just in an offensive, like this is just bad storytelling, bad. <laughs> We might have to do like do a spin-off podcast about inappropriate children's stories and bad children's stories. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, Linda, I just I've read this book to my kid. <laughs> Holy shit, we have some <laughs> <laughs> I'm there already. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun actually. <laughs> just It's like, wow, they did read these to kids. Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got a couple, uh, like, I love collecting old books, and I I have a uh, at least one book about, like, being proper children, <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, you get some interesting stuff from back in the day, but this was just 1983, so, I mean, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. not that uh yeah so uh anyway i guess uh we've been going on for quite a while <laughs> i guess i should say please listen uh download subscribe rate and review bed knobs and broom flicks on apple podcasts and Podchaser, especially on uh apple podcasts it helps us immensely and it helps other people find us so please 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 if you can please do it uh, remember, oh, also, if you do, let us know and we'll, we'll totally give you a, a, a shout out on air. We love the, uh, we love the, the, uh, reviews. So please. And thank you. Uh, remember you can find bed knobs and broom flicks on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at, at broom flicks. And you can write to us at broomflicks at gmail.com. And you probably already know, but we're great because we have licks at the end. <laughs> it's B-R-O-O-M-F-L-I-C-K-S. 
Uh, you can find me on the weekly podcast, Cage's Kiss, the Nicolas Cage podcast. We just covered Between Worlds, which, trust me on this one, don't watch it. Just listen to our episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's only, like, it's blissfully only, like, 90 minutes long, and it's free on Netflix, but still, don't watch it. Just don't. Um, Have you considered check- taking up a new hobby? <laughs> <laughs> Right. I heard trying to set yourself on fire would have been better. <laughs> I honestly well, don't know, but that, that endorsement makes me think, yes, that's probably a better idea. That is so funny you would say that because he sets himself on fire in the movie. <laughs> but next week, we're actually going to be covering uh, Into the Spider-Verse. So, I mean, you know, it's not all terrible. So oh, I love that movie so much. Oh, that's so a great I. movie. I can't wait. I, I cannot wait, and I'm sure Adrian's going to have his opinions, and I can't <laughs> wait to call him a stupid whore. <laughs> I remember also- that text exchange, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Um, please uh, check me out as Lila in uh, Dispatches of Disassociation, and as Patrice and Lieutenant Murphy in Coyote's Bluff. That one was a lot of fun. Uh, Jane, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me dressing up as a bumblebee and trying to confuse the other bees with a mating dance until I find out they're actually wasps. I'm sorry, I don't recognize the difference at times, okay? Oh my god, now you're making me think of that girl in the uh, in the music video for... Uh, God, yeah, okay, I'm going to just keep going, sorry. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'd like to thank Doug Walters and Redwire Blackwire for allowing us to use their song Compass. Uh, Check out their music, it is amazing. And check out his new band, Oddness, O-D-D-N-E-S-S-E. And next week we'll be covering the 1990 movie version of The Witches, starring Angelica Houston, who is amazing. Love her so much. I'm probably going to go on an Angelica Houston movie rant, but anyways, or, you know, love fest, uh, hey, which I you mean... can stream for free <laughs> with a subscription to Netflix or DirecTV. And until then, what's that got to do with my knob? It's a nameless knob. It's just knob. <laughs> Thank you.